Hello and welcome to another bonus episode. This is of uh, the Movie Garage podcast and video show. The usual, I'm Jay and this is Gaz. How's it going, mate? Not too bad. I'm all right. Bit different yeah. today. So have you been kicked out of the house officially or is this just something different? <laughs> this is committed, Jay. This is really yeah. on committed to the job, this. Yeah, it really is. So I'm off work at the minute, but you're not, are you? No, this is dinner time. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to get crashed by a bunch of rowdy valeters any minute now? Is that what's going to happen, you think? <laughs> no, no, no. We should be, no, we should be all right. Should be. I'm in a complete different compound, so we're good. Ah, excellent stuff. This, um, it's going to be an interesting one, this, because the storms are on here at the minute. It's like it's going mental <laughs> outside. I, as soon as like, I put the dogs away and then open the back door, all the heavens just opened and all the wind started blowing. So I think we pissed God off with one of the last shows we did or something. And he's getting us back. So if the internet drops out and we disappear, I don't know. We'll do something about it. <laughs> we'll do the other half like later on and just stitch them together yeah. or some shit. Um, anyway, like I said, this is a bonus episode and it's another movie review show. Um, because we've just done all the news regarding um, DC fandom and everything that's, that came out of there, uh, we decided that we should really review a DC movie to go along with that and keep the theme going a little bit. So we chose to review uh, Batman versus Superman at the Dawn of Justice. Uh, no, that. you chose to review it. I did, yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll fully take the blame. Um, well, the reason being is because everybody's getting so excited about the Snyder Cut of Justice League. And I just wanted to go back and get a bit of perspective and remind myself about the sort of thing that Zack Snyder actually does. Um, so this is like his biggest film to date, arguably, and it's the film that directly leads on to the Justice League and to his version of that that's going to come out next year on HBO Max. So, um, yeah, did you manage to rewatch the film or what do you remember from it? Are you a fan? No, right. I don't <laughs> <think>. <laughs> Instant stress right. rub of the head is always a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think the film's completely terrible. Because mm-hmm. um, I think there is some good stuff in there. Yeah. Um, we, we, we've already talked about the, the fact that we, we seem to think that a lot of the good stuff was from the trailer. Yeah. And, and it really hyped it up. Um, some, of the, some of the real intense scenes... Um, we're already seen. So once you watched them in the film, you kind of went, well, I've seen that. It, it, that I've been waiting. You know, you wait an hour before you get to see something really good. Yeah. yeah and then it. that happens and you go, well, I've seen that already. So like yesterday, I rewatched this yesterday before we did like the, all the news record and stuff like that. Um, and I watched yeah. the extended edition. So the original movie is already just over two and a half hours. And the extended edition has got like an extra 30 minutes in. So I got up at like one point, had a bit of a break, thought, right, fuck it. I'll do some exercise. I'll get on the exercise bike while this is on. And then I'll just keep pedaling till the end. I don't think there's that long left of it. I was on the bike for an hour and 10 minutes. <laughs> I, the film, I honestly thought it was nearly over. And there was another hour and 10 minutes of movie left. That's like just how long and drawn out it is. They, they, there's like four very distinct separate acts to the film that are just all over the fucking place. Was it an just... hour and ten minutes of movie that you was worth watching? Uh, well, 
I don't. Well, it was the very. <laughs> well, it was basically just the big fight scenes where, where um, yeah. Wonder Woman just turns up just because for no particular reason. She's literally about to go home and then decides for no real reason whatsoever that she's going to uh, stay. She's ready to. Uh, sorry, everything's going off and batteries are running out and shit. Uh, yeah, sorry. So like Wonder Woman at that point uh, is on a plane, literally ready to leave everybody to their fate, and then for some reason just decides to get off and go and have a scrap which is just weird. One of the many <laughs> weird things in this film. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, she's one of the things I have a major problem with in that movie because it's she's just shoehorned in just so she's in there. So like her, her major plot throughout the film is Lex Luthor's investigating her and has a picture of her from World War One, which is like 100 years ago. Um, and she's trying to get this picture back off Lex. Um, and then, and that's it. That's basically all she does. She tries to do this, meets Batman, and then tries to run away, but decides not to. It's so weird. She, yeah, she's properly shoehorned, and she's it's pointless. Her like nothing against her and the, her character, or anything like that. But it's pointless her being in the film. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I didn't even get excited when she turned up. Mm. You know, no. when you first seen it, actually, you first seen her in, I'm, I'm pretty sure we first seen her again in a trailer. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even get all, all of it. Yeah. I thought, this is, ba- this is meant to be Batman versus Superman. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And yet, we don't, oh, we, I, that's the, one of the biggest problems of this, we don't see a lot of Batman versus Superman in this film either. No. No, that's the thing you see. So, like, one of my big... (laughs) Another one of my big problems with this fucking movie is... So, like, the whole idea is that Lex Luthor is trying to get the pair of them to fight with one another. So he's setting up, like, really intricate ways of making them hate one another. So he... um, he basically makes Batman a murderer, doesn't he? So anybody who gets, like, branded, because Batman's going... Yeah, that's right. Anybody who gets branded um, goes to prison, and then Lex Luthor has them killed to make it look like... Batman is purposefully sending them to their deaths and then he orchestrates a big explosion and makes it look like Superman's done it and he does all of these really intricate plans to try and get them to hate and fight one another and then right at the very end just gets dead bored kidnaps Superman's mum, kidnaps Superman's girlfriend and creates Doomsday. Three things that only could have been him and he definitely would have never gotten away with no matter the end of the movie. He was definitely going to jail after after this film finished. Even yeah. if you don't like everybody involved. So like I think I think his thinking is so he gets Batman and Superman to fight. Superman would take out Batman, obviously, because that's the way it'd go. And then at the end he'd have Doomsday to take out Superman. I think that is what is supposed to be the plan. But you don't get that from the film. It just really makes no sense. No, it, it's kind of all over the show, to be fair. Yeah. Um, like, what's your thoughts on Lex Luthor in this film? I think he's shite. So a friend of mine, a good friend of mine who's like really nerdy into comics and stuff like that, put forward the suggestion that it's not the actual Lex Luthor, it's Lex's son, Alexander Luthor, which kind of makes sense because he, he, he says at one point that Lex Corp is named after his father and not him. So the actual bald, badass, really intelligent Lex Luthor is supposed right. to be his father. But it doesn't make sense ah. to If you think about it, though, like the defining characteristic of Lex Luthor is that he wants Superman dead. 
So this is now that Lex Luthor. Whether his dad was called Lex or not doesn't really matter. <laughs> it doesn't make sense in the film or anything. <laughs> but he's just, he plays it as like as an insane fucking idiot weirdo, doesn't he? Yeah. I, I felt like they, they, they tried to complicate it a little bit by doing stuff like that. By yeah. like putting him in it, by doing, uh, putting Wonder Woman in it. it overcomplicated it. They, 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 the title, Batman versus Superman, all I wanted to see is them smashing each other up yeah. a little bit. Um, obviously, there had to be a reason for them fighting each other. There was a very good shot at the beginning of it, and it's uh, where, well, Batman, Bruce Wayne, they're outside and all the buildings are falling down because it's obviously from Man of Steel. Yeah, and it's a very good shot where he, he looks up, and it, it does. You do see a different perspective of shit. If Superman actually is fighting and they're flying through buildings, you never see the ground. Yeah, everybody. And it was a very. It was actually one of the really cool shots of it where you see Superman fighting. Yeah. In the, in the sky, and and yet there's like complete destru- like destruction on yeah. the ground, and it's causing chaos. And it was that was really well done. Mm. And you, that, that you can kind of see part of the build-up from uh, Batman's perspective that, that, you know, he's fucking shit up here. And, and, yeah. and this has only happened because he's on air. Mm. Yeah. So you can kind of get that. And that was a pretty cool shot. Um, and like you said, that uh, Lex Luthor obviously made it look like um, Batman was doing a lot of shit. But there was never real... There was just a lot of staring and gazing. Do we actually really hate each other or not? <laughs> yeah, that was. They, it didn't really get across a good enough reason for them to hate each other. Like you could kind of see it from Batman's um, from Batman's perspective, because like you said, like this. So that first scene, I really love it. Like you said, it's great having it a different perspective. It's great seeing all the stuff that happens and all that kind of shit. But it again yeah. shows that Schneider is just a massive um, style over content filmmaker. So he'd rather go for like the big <laughs> extensive, yeah. like amazing looking scenes rather than having something that actually makes sense. Cause Bruce Wayne, like, so Bruce Wayne lands in uh, Metropolis and Bruce Wayne's got a building there. So when the fight's going on between like Zod and Superman, um, that building gets destroyed, doesn't it? And one of his close friends dies apparently. We've never seen this guy before, but apparently he's one of uh, Bruce Wayne's close mates. <laughs> and there's a bit where like Bruce is trying to get to this building and he's on the phone to the guy telling him to evacuate the building. And then the camera turns around and the guy is stood in front of like a 12 foot window watching the whole city be destroyed. Like it's about, <laughs> it's about a hundred <laughs> yards out the window. These buildings blowing up and falling down and everything like that. And Bruce Wayne has got to get on the phone and go, yeah, you might want to get out of the building now. It's like, yeah, no shit. There's literally a spaceship there blowing stuff up. What? Why are you? Why are you still there? Why are you still anywhere near the city, let alone in a building that's next? That's next in the row of dominoes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's a good point. That actually, it's like he goes. That guy goes down with like uh, when them go down with the Titanic. Yeah, yeah, that's it. He's kind of like, <laughs> yeah, no, they well, why? It just makes no sense. <laughs> No, the, the, uh, the ones that are playing the uh, instruments, you go, Shit, yeah, why? Yeah. 
Yeah, get try. off the fucking boat! <laughs> yeah, at least try. Like, there's a guy that you could, have you could have sat on and paddled with a violin. You'd have been fine. <laughs> yeah, there's absolutely no way I'll be doing that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and who but, survived, by the way? Just a little second on that. Who survived and gone? Oh, some guys playing the fucking violin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you hear that song? That was my favourite. When it was like they're just about to go down, those last few chords that they played, that was my favourite record ever. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, congratulations. Um, but yeah, so there's, there's a bunch of stuff in that from just like making it a bad film perspective. Um, yeah. It's just like really, really poorly made. A lot of it is like major style over content. So like, the, like what did you think of the end bit, the Martha line? <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. It's... Absolutely ridiculous. Oh, everything they kind of put themselves through mm-hmm. to get to that point and go, well, your mum's come. Well, my mum's come, man. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Who would have thought? Oh, my hey, God. Oh, shit. Save my mum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. It's that. I mean, like, you kind of get the concept he was going for. So that there is supposed to be like the first time that Batman sees Superman as an actual human being because he's got yeah. a mum and it just so happens that their mums have the same name and it also just so happens that his father's last word was Martha so it triggers everything in his head but it's so badly done and so ridiculous yeah. and it's such a long film that you manage to forget everything that feeds into it like right at the start and then yeah. you come back to this and he just says Martha and then freaks out for some reason it's just yeah oh. Oh, that's a fucking great point is that it, it is such a long film and they did actually just go I oh, forget everything we've just gone on about Let's yeah yeah, because he's got a mum. Like, did he think he didn't have a mum? Is that like, what he's <laughs> doing on earth? No. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, and then these things like, like when he's fighting Doomsday Superman, he's his, something that really bugged me about Man of Steel was that he doesn't say to Zod, let's take this out of the city and do this, just me and you. He literally just has a fight with him in the middle of the city and kills like thousands more people as we see at the start of this movie. So like the first thing that Superman literally does when he starts fighting Doomsday is he flies him into space, doesn't he? Now, like Doomsday has been around for probably a grand total of a minute and a half screen time at this point. And the American military in their bunkers instantly go, nuke him, (laughs) like straight away. No, like, question or debate or anything like that. It's just like, right, what if we tried? We shot him with two helicopters. He, he punched them out of the sky. Nukes. All we could do, nukes, straight away. And they'd start firing. <laughs> at him. So what the fuck? Surely there's a little bit more debate and a little more time goes by before that happens. <laughs> well, yeah, it is Americans. Yeah, that's Actually. it. It's probably one of the more realistic things in the movie, that, isn't it, I reckon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, any reason just to pull that button? Yeah, that yeah. Button. <laughs> straight away. It's <laughs> as if the finger is constantly like there, and they're just dying to go, <laughs> as quick as you can. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, we got an excuse to do it. Yeah, madness. <laughs> um, what do you think of Amy Adams as Lois Lane? I like her as well. As, I don't uh, yeah. but, yeah, I, I do. I, I um fine. I, I, I don't think. Yeah, it's not, you don't have to be um 
like the seventies. I can't remember the, the woman that played in the seventies. She was like, she was perfect for that role. I think you um, you can you can compare too much. Um, I, I thought she she did an okay job. I, I don't think there's much to do with Lois Lane to be honest with you. I'm not too bothered about her as a, as a character as long as she just plays a half decent role. Yeah, it, it it doesn't bother me too much. So see, I'm not really a fan of her. So it's like, especially watching things like Smallville and stuff, because the girl who played Lois Lane in Smallville was just like amazing. And obviously, right. she's supposed to be like this big ballsy. She was raised on army bases. She's got a proper good attitude. Yeah. And I don't think she delivers those ballsy lines very well. It's not very believable no. coming out of her mouth. Yeah, probably true. Probably a little soft. Yeah. Yeah, probably a little tougher in Man of Steel. Yeah, yeah, but even so, then there's a line I think in Man of Steel that she says where um, she says something like, "Maybe we should quit measuring dicks and just get on with it," and it just sounds really wrong coming out of her mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, like, what what they need to do is like learn her character a bit more because she's an amazing actress and she definitely like looks the part and looks really well with him on screen. but they just need to learn to give her like decent lines that aren't like outright ballsy, but they just need to come out a bit of a different way with her, I think. But she's yeah. also like a clairvoyant in this film. You notice that? So like when um, Batman makes a spear out of kryptonite to try and kill Superman, doesn't he? And after the Martha incident, yeah. throws it away, Lois Lane gets it and then like throws it into some big underground well, don't she? Obviously, to try and get rid of it for good, to try and stop it from killing Superman. Only to realise yeah. that five minutes later, they need it to kill Doomsday. Right? <laughs> Holy shit! All this time, right, when all the Doomsday fight and everything like that's starting and going on, Lois Lane is on an island on her own with no phone or no TV or anything like that and doesn't know anything about what's going on. And then out of nowhere, she decides to go and try and receive, try and um, retrieve this spear that she's thrown away. What, why does she do it? Did, she doesn't know anything about what's going on. All she can see is a load of shits exploding in the distance. She doesn't know that a monster's escaped from a spaceship that's from Kryptonite. You know, <laughs> do you know what, though? I've never liked the fact that there's something out there that can uh, kill Superman. Yeah. It's, little, it's a shitty little green fucking stone. <laughs> <laughs> you can take on literally anybody... Yeah. yeah, this little fucking stone can fucking zap his fucking powers and kill him. Yeah, but it's not just the green it's... stuff, is there? So, like in the comics and everything like that, there's loads of different colors that do loads of different shit. So, like, oh, really? Red... Yeah, man. So, like, red kryptonite gets rid of all his inhibitions and makes him like a proper badass and not care. Um, I think this blue kryptonite, which takes away his powers for good, doesn't kill him and leaves him alive, but just takes away his powers. Um, right. And then there's other, there's other, I think that might be gold, actually. I think blue takes away his powers while he's wearing it, and when he takes it off, he gets his powers back. I think gold kryptonite can take him away for good, and then he never has him again. Um, right. But, so what's always annoyed me is, first thing I'd do if I was Superman and found out that this kind of rock existed, I'd make myself a lead-armoured suit, go and collect it all, and just throw it into the sun. <laughs> <laughs> like a day and a half. Don't think you'd kill me. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, he'll have no problem carrying around a lead that armor suit either. Yeah, that's it. Exactly right. It, it, it would just be like, you know, it, to him, it would be like strapping a small little uh, 
weights to you know where you strap weights to your wrists and yeah, yeah, ankles. Like, yeah, <laughs> amazing. Uh, but again, like so, this film is just. I was just not a fan of it whatsoever. Like you said, there's some really amazing bits. So let's go for some of the really amazing bits. There is the best Batman fight scene that has ever been on screen so far to this day, where he goes into yeah. the warehouse to save Martha. Um, it's that, that's just yeah. not cracking. Yeah, it is. Like you said, it is incredible, that scene. It really is. It's, it's amazing. And we've said before that it is very um, computer-like if you're playing a computer game and you're bashing your buttons like fuck, that <laughs> happens. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Um, what else? Oh, I'm struggling now. Um, <laughs> no, that's so. It's, no, it's there's, like... there is a pretty cool scene where um, Batman is in his car and he's going for him, and the thing that kind of happens you expect to happen, like when Batman drives into Superman, his car splits in half, and you go, yeah, yes, that kind of shit's meant to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's exactly. such a fucking wicked scene. Yeah. Especially when um, Superman's floating over the top of his car. Mm. Yeah, 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 that's really And, cool. then, kind of and then Batman story. stands out of it. Yeah. That's it's where the D bleed line comes from, that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I'm not too sure about the bleed line. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that one I did get really excited over that in the in the trailer when um, that happened. But again, it's shown in the trailer. Yeah, that's it. It's, it's another thing that's shown uh, in the trailer for no apparent reason. Um, <laughs> uh, other good things. No, I'm really really struggling. <laughs> um, Please, someone give me a good thing. No, I do, well, let's go again for things that I hate. I hate Clark's parents. Um, the parent <laughs> in this entire canon can just fuck off. His mom keeps telling him that, oh yeah, you might be the most powerful person on the planet, but you don't have to use your powers for good. Yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> don't fucking tell him that. <laughs> like, yeah. if, if he can like save so many people and doesn't, that makes him a twat. You're making him a twat. But then again, like, yeah. so I've had a problem with this since the first movie. So the way that no. his dad dies in uh, Man of Steel completely takes away all the importance of his dad's death. So the idea of like Jonathan Kent's death is that he dies of uh, natural causes and kind of like um, it makes Superman realise that he's got all these powers in the world but he still can't stop people from dying. Um, in that movie, in Man of Steel, he gets sucked up into a hurricane. Now he could have let Clark go and rescue the dog. He wouldn't have got sucked up into a hurricane. Clark should have just gone I don't care if you're telling me to stop. I'm going to save my dad's life. It just it meant nothing. Yeah. And then in, does, this, yeah. in this movie, he yeah. climbs up to the top of Mount Everest and his dad's stacking rocks for some reason. Yeah, it's such a strange... It's, it's, it's a bizarre thing. Like, why would you look back at that and go, yeah, we'll send that out in the film. <laughs> yeah. Because it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever, does it? No. That's it. It's like a whole like rock world, thing has never been set up or anything, and it's just it's just bizarre. It's like oh, the world's not really ready for it yet. Hold on a minute. Your life's not worth sacrificing just for the fact that some people are going to go. Oh, there's some dude that can got powers and can fly. Yeah, that's it. But yeah. what people think. Yeah, yeah, that's and it. What, and, and the thing is, what were they going to do? 
Mm. Just because they didn't like it, if, if they turned around and went, oh, we don't like this. Yeah. Well, what, it's like, what can you do? And it's all people from the, the town anyway that have seen him do amazing things before. Because like all the people of Smallville have seen him rescue people. Don't they like drag a bus out of a river at one point and shit like that? Yeah, <laughs> he does. It's like people know you can do crazy shit. Just like don't yeah. let, maybe not let your dad die, you complete asshole. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. Yeah, so basically no redeeming features for this film for me, apart from that one Batman scene. I think we said like in, in, in the show uh, last night that it's a testament to how good the actors are in these roles that they can be in films that are that bad, but you still love them as that character. I still love yeah. Cavill's Superman. Um, Affleck's Batman is amazing. Uh, Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman is just incredible. So, so yeah, hopefully we'll uh, see more of them and it'll be good. <laughs> 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 but we shall see. So yeah, we got the uh, any like I said, anybody who's getting really, really overly excited about the Snyder Cut of the Justice League needs to go back and watch Batman versus Superman again and get a bit of fucking perspective about what's about to happen to you for four hours. <laughs> it's just, oh, it's so tough to watch. So tough to watch. Right. So uh, yeah, marks out of five for you, Batman versus Superman. Superman. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to go for a three just because it's got Batman versus Superman in it. And because yeah. of what, yeah, because of what's possible now, because that happened and because of what a hit yeah. it was. But yeah. as a film on its own, it's a one for me. But still, I'm going to give it a three because of these in it. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Well, I think that about wraps us up because I could bitch about it for hours. A friend of mine, like when this film first came out, a friend of mine did a podcast about it and they slagged it off. No word of a lie for three hours and 20 minutes. Longer than the actual movie. Oh. They spent <laughs> fucking going off about it. Because they've been that big comic fans for years and they saw this film and hated it that much. They ranted about it for longer than the film was on. So we'll spare everybody that else that. We'll just say, right, that's it. The film is a five and a half, just about, between the two of us. <laughs> and we shall leave it as that, on a happy note. Um, yeah, so thanks very much for watching. Um, feel free to leave comments about what you think about a movie. If we're wrong, we're not wrong. We've both seen it. Shut up. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, besides that, thanks. Give us a uh, follow on all the social medias and all that kind of thing. And uh, we shall see you again next week. Thanks very much, Gaza. Yeah, thanks, Jay. Thanks, everyone. No worries, see you later.